uh, you got a problem, tough guy. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. like, he got off so quick. Yeah. And then another guy was like, oh, I'm going to try to help. And like, Batman, Batman. Good enough. Welcome to the Discuss and Discuss podcast, where today we're going to be talking about Scream 6. I'm Derek. I'm Kevin. Uh, Scream, one of my favorite horror franchises of all time. <laughs> I love Scream. I really do. First one is really good. <laughs> the first one, yeah. And then the third one would have to be my next favorite. Really? Not the second one? No, the second one's fine. It's just like, kind of whatever third one just is a little bit more like now they're like out in the world they're not in school anymore not in college type of thing yeah hmm i'd have to rewatch i don't remember no no like i think so actually what, what's really good is one three and five that's no, your lineup i think so the one with uh julia roberts <laughs> is that her name <laughs> the girl right what's her name it's not Julia Roberts. <laughs> Way to be. Uh, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's Emma Roberts. So the one with Emma Roberts is really good because uh, I thought that was one of the better twists hmm. in the Scream franchise where, you know, happened to be your niece. You haven't seen it? Spoilers. But I mean, well, it came out years ago, so <laughs> I don't feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. That one was really good. Huh. So sixth one. Did it live up to the new kind of scream? I found it entertaining, more entertaining than the fifth one, mm -hmm. or that would be considered the fifth one, right? Even yeah, though it's considered Scream Twenty Twenty, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't like that one, the Twenty Twenty one, because they're trying so hard with like the meta yes. and the script writing, and it's like this is this this is this. like they're pointing out all the things that are like supposed to be tropes or like they're just pointing out the script mm -hmm. that's all mm -hmm. and it was super annoying because it, it they're trying to be funny or i don't know what to call that it it just felt pretentious and then they only did that a little bit in this one where that girl yeah i forgot her name the black girl uh one of the twins right yeah uh, boo, boo, boo. anyways she only pointed it out like oh you're it's not you that's going to be the killer or this is the killer but like it's most likely one of you guys to be the killer uh her name is mindy mindy yeah. that's right mindy one of the twins yeah she was i i really like her i think she's cool in this like the core four you yeah know, it's a good group of people so like when they're pointing everything out i was like yeah you know what that's so my whole thing i was like dude it's it's probably chad because <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't really expect it you know like to be because he's all like oh core for this core for that and you know has a thing with um tara so like if he was the killer that would have been gut-wrenching you know yeah it wouldn't make sense for for it to be him though, because they got her in the first or the one prior, so it's like, why? If if it broke his psyche, psyche, you know, so like they briefly mentioned that, yeah. Because what if it in the first, you know, in the one before this, it broke his psyche because he's uh, a survivor, right? And his girlfriend at the time also died, so he wanted like that kind of revenge, I guess. I mean, it's slightly a little too on the nose, but it feels the whole. Yeah core four thing would have been very interesting 
Yeah, I like. Yeah, I wouldn't make him. I guess it just depends on like the trajectory of the franchise. Like, where do you want to take it? So, like, if you want to ruin this friend group, you in a way hurt the franchise because now you can't bring them on to the next one. And then, like, this isn't the type right now to be casting new people mm. for to continue on. Like right now, they're capitalizing off of like Jenna Ortega and the other girl, <laughs> Melissa Barrera. Yeah. And the core four, pretty much, because mm -hmm. they originated in the one prior to this. So if they use the core four to follow your script writing, then like the script has to end in the next one, pretty much. Yeah. Like, and that's what I think they should do is uh, not you know draw this out like uh, in our previous episode where we were talking about the MCU. how <laughs> MCU draws everything out, how most American cartoons tend to draw everything out, like The Simpsons. There's like 30th uh, season. The crazy thing about horror films is that like it's the budget doesn't need to touch several millions of dollars like the MCU does because yes. they need it for the CGI, the visual effects, the set design and all that stuff. Horror mov movies have like the highest like return because mm -hmm. you just find the location, you have good story and like there are effects, but it's more like gore or, you know, knives or things like that. That's that's just like prop work which is like so much less yes. so much less in like the budgeting department probably the most is prosthetics right? yeah prosthetics if you want to include some like um you know a close-up shot on like the stabbings or whatever you know but that's like minuscule compared to like we need this cgi world yeah. to exist and they all have to act in front of a green screen yeah, or or like in John Wick, I think it's a, the second one or something, where they paid ten thousand dollars or something like that for a CGI piece of poop. Oh, yeah, you remember that? Um, did you know that the glass that they break in John Wick Three is also CGI? Oh, really? No, when I'm they're not surprised. when they're throwing knives at each other and they're breaking the glass. Oh, okay, that looks really good then. Yeah, that was CGI. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, see, that's that's like the proper use of CGI. Yeah. Not a piece of poop for a dog. <laughs> so there was a uh, Scott Atkins. He was doing a breakdown. Oh, nice. Yeah. Video. He's right. he's a cool stuff, man. He's dope. He's Lots a good actor too, though. Yeah. He was uh he was in. I forget what he's in. Yuri Boyka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in It Men Four, but. Yeah, he has just a ton of industry knowledge, and I love watching his React videos with the special effects um, guys, uh, Digital Corridor. He hasn't done it on there. Digital Corridor? Yeah, he is. Sky Haggins? Yeah, yeah. He, he's done uh, stuntman ones. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, you know. He, Anyways. <laughs> I wonder who did the stunt choreography in this one, because I also found it actually way better than the movie before. The... The one before this was not memorable for me. I was I was eighty five percent more annoyed of the film than actually like enjoying the film. Interesting, because I actually really liked the last one as well. I think it was a good nod to bring back Scream in a modern day setting. The, the only thing that I got super annoyed with is all the meta talk. Yeah, and I think they knew it, right? Because this one, again, they toned it down a lot. They focused more so on the story itself, the characters. So, you know, it's just played a lot better. Yeah, like, I, I just couldn't handle the meta talk anymore. It was just too much. Yeah. That's why I was annoyed the whole film. I was like, 
like if you have meta talk and then it leads into like poor script writing too and just like god damn it <laughs> just so, shut up and then like show all the killings or something yeah and that's what i so i guess you haven't seen a lot of the screens you've only seen a few of them right i would have to rewatch them because i don't remember much okay because every scream as you already know starts off with almost like a cold case but not really you know they tie it into like a movie or whatever like a slash uh or sorry, stab. Stab. yeah and then this one was cool because the last two i think were set in real world it happened in real life you know in the movie yeah in the movie <laughs> and so this one was cool because um <laughs> the new flash tony revelori uh, from spider-man yeah <laughs> makes the appearance goes and is the killer at first and he's trying to copycat you know um ghost face in this one with his roommate that whole scene in the beginning set the precedent of how brutal this one was going to be and i i was all for it one of my top favorites to be quite honest yeah i told you about it and i was <laughs> i was yeah. like dude this opening is pretty good and then um I was actually surprised that they killed him off like yeah. right right there, you know, I was, and then it led you to kind of think about, okay, so who's the killer then? Or, you know, for this film, if this just happened. So I thought it was cool. And then we get a little cameo from Samara weaving yeah. as like the main person a little bit. And she uses her uh, real voice because she's actually Australian. So, um, good actor. She was really good in, what was the other horror movie? ready or not yes or something like that yeah, ready or not that was really good that was a really good i think she won me over in her performance of that not so much like babysitter's club but oh yes yeah this one was good you know she was good i kind of wish she was in it more but pretty much everyone in the beginning scene will die so i expected him to die um oh yeah that is kind of like the common thing huh yeah the only exception is the last one where it was tara and tara didn't die so that was fine <laughs> yeah everything else though like every boot uh every killing scene was so brutal and ghostface in this was just like more ruthless than any other one and i was all for it they yeah they emphasized like the stabbing a lot oh yeah so like the it was also like sound design too it made it sound more like brutal Mm -hmm. the fact that he was just like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah yeah like it was, when uh samara weaving's character got first Got. Yeah. Got, got, <laughs> got, got. And he just like kept on going. And it was like, oh my God, <laughs> chill. Yeah. And then when he died, you know, mm -hmm. like the roommate got torn up. And for him, it was like stab, 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 and then slash, right? Mm -hmm. The one of the best ones too was um, when they were in the convenience store. Oh, and then he has to pick up the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. That showed no mercy. This is the first time I think he technically held a gun too. Yeah. Yeah maybe it was like one other time in uh, no i feel like this one was like very first time yeah because it was just interesting to see him like do a new weapon right mm -hmm. and so my wife actually pointed out something like maybe that was like a key detail in the fact that this is a new kind of scream right behind the mask because before scream never used a gun mm -hmm. or sorry ghostface never used a gun so now this ghostface is like you know trained in using a shotgun honestly i wrote it off i was like nah i don't think so i'm pretty sure you would just pick up a shotgun if you were this person anyway but she was like you know no no like you know not yeah not ghostface specifically his 
murder weapon is always like a knife. Right. But I like that scene too, because it was almost like, it was still scary. It was still thriller-esque, because like they're still in the convenience store. They're trying to like be silent and he's walking around and then he has like heavy ass boots. So it's like, yeah. So it's just building up that suspense level and he can actually shoot you from far away. Like he doesn't need to get close to you. Yeah. And this one showed a lot more of a vendetta. I mean, all of them had a vendetta. Yeah. But this one was like, dude, I'm going to use anything. I'm going to pick up the shotgun. I'm going to use it. So, you know, actually go backwards a little bit too. When he enters the convenience scene and everyone tries to approach him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just mercs like that, three people right off the bat. That tough like, dude. That, dude. That dick bag. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be a dick bag. Yeah. But he's like, like, if it's kind of weird. If you see someone holding a knife, you don't just like walk up to them and be like you got a problem you know <laughs> i guess new yorkers are different though <laughs> i guess new yorkers are a different know. breed right like the east coast peeps <laughs> i don't know man because you know like that saying is like if someone pulls out a knife they're the best move is to run away yeah because a lot can happen it's true it's but true anyways in this scenario in this movie he it was just like uh you got a problem tough guy and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. like he got off so quick yeah and then another guy was like, oh, I'm going to try to help. And like, Batman, Batman. <laughs> yeah. And then finally the shotgun came out. Okay. All right. I want to talk about this because is a shop owner who had the shotgun. <sighs> three times in this movie. I remember very specifically. I counted them because three times it happened where a person had an opportunity. To pull the trigger. Yeah. Or to kill Ghostface. Right. Mm -hmm. And each time they're like, hey, yo why would you alert him so the second time that it happened was uh when courtney cox character um i can't believe i'm forgetting her name but gail weathers sorry gail weathers is about to die mm -hmm. like you know ghost faces on top is about to kill her freaking sam goes and says hey alerts him's like dude if you just shot him he wouldn't have known mm -hmm. right like and then like continuing forward is the same thing like um i think it was at the end when they were in the theater, like uh, Hayden Panettiere, you know, shout out to her. We'll touch on her. Yeah, a little bit. Kirby was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." I was like three times three different characters. Why do you keep screaming it? Yeah, it's telegraphing. I think they just don't know how to approach it creatively to make it more realistic. Because then, like, in order to move the story forward, he does have to get away. But how do you like direct it in a way that allows it to happen without? You know, just like cutting him running away. I, I have. You have an I, idea? I have All an right. idea. What is your solution? So it's already been done before. We've seen it. They shoot once and miss. All right. Something in the background gets shot. It turns over, runs away. Easy. That's mm -hmm. it. The other one, he actually gets shot. But it's in like the shoulder or something. Something not critical. That's it. You know, like if you had that happen. So let's say the first time it happens, convenient scene. Misses, he runs off, whatever. It's fine. Same time, you know, the second time should have been Sam also missing, breaking something in the background. That makes sense. They're not trained in guns. You know, not, they're not professionally trained, I should say. I yeah, they're, they're not John Wick. <laughs> yes. And then the third time, he should have got shot in the shoulder because, in this case, Kirby was trained. She was an FBI agent. Yeah. You know, she knew it too. She's like, I hold the gun because I'm trained in it. But you scream, hey, to shoot this person? Yeah. Bro. We should just direct it. <laughs> no, that makes sense to me too because, in a way, you're also telling a story through those actions too exactly. it's like all right these characters aren't trained to hold a gun or 
uh, to fire accurately with a gun. So they're just shooting towards that direction. And then the one person who is trained is does hit the mark. So she, especially if it happens three times, which means if you isolate these scenes from one another, then it's like miss from uh, some team, some college yeah. kid. Second one, another miss, but it was also another college kid. And then you see this happen again, and then the audience would be like, oh, it's probably going to be missed. But it's like, nope, right on the shoulder because it is Kirby. Mm -hmm. Kirby, whom is a FBI agent yeah. or whatever. And it could have even been a graze, right? It doesn't have to be full. Yeah. Because like lots of movements happen. But like you mentioned, it's telling the story through action versus telling us what's happening, which takes us out. Like it's, it's difficult for me to stay in the movie, which again, I really enjoyed, right? But when those moments happen, I, yeah, it takes I you out a little bit. Yeah. Especially, it'd be cool if Kirby did hit the shoulder, and then the reveal later, you also know why. But anyways, before that, yeah. it also elevates, um, what's the sheriff's name? Uh, it's, he's in here. So, uh, played by Dermont Melroney, who I think is really good. Uh, his name's Wayne. Wayne. So, like, Wayne, it also gives him a reason to literally, like, fire away at Kirby. Mm-hmm. Because yes. then, then the bullet grazes the shoulder, spoilers, <laughs> would be, uh, we find out that's the whole family. So, like, mm -hmm. he has a reason to, like, lit literally unload on her. Exactly. Like, <laughs> unload just, the whole clip. it's not all that bad, really, either, yeah, just it's, because it's fine. It just could have elevated the movie a little bit in these moments. Yeah, I mean, the, the movie is entertaining and makes it up through different ways. Just not that one. <laughs> <laughs> so missed opportunity. However, overall, not, still pretty good. Not everyone has gun logic. Nope. So nope. just me. <laughs> just you. Just anybody that like you know. Also, like you're also facing like a more woke crowd too. Yeah. So like if you're trying to cater to that, then they wouldn't. They would take a step down from like trying to understand guns. Mm -hmm. Whereas it, gun enthusiasts would probably know like. Yeah. more about it it's just the little bits of detail right like yeah we, we talk about it all the time if you add those little bits of detail and you do cater to the people who do know it it strengthens the relationship with the audience specifically for the people who do know mm -hmm. so i don't know again just treat your audience like they're smart <laughs> you know? <laughs> maybe like they're, they're able to catch on and if they don't you also try to write it off in a way where it doesn't affect well, the story it's also good story writing regardless if you're trying to cater to to the audience at all yeah that's true because that... <laughs> you know this person knows how to gun or this person doesn't know how to use a gun this person doesn't know how to use a gun then boom this person knows how to use a gun yeah and then you know it makes ghost face a little more um vulnerable or like tangible like he's not that fearsome yeah but he still is <laughs> yeah so let's touch on hayden pentier coming back as kirby reed I love that she survived in the last one to to make this appearance. I do think they did it because they can't bring back uh, Sydney Prescott, which is more than understandable. You know, Gail Weathers coming in also is like fine, whatever. Like, I think it's now time. You don't have to continue to bring back these older characters. Mm -hmm. If you really want to, now you could branch it off with like some touchings here and there, or well, that... like how they did with Kirby, just like bring back one specific character. Yeah, you can also tell that that's kind of what they're alluding to with um, that main girl, Barrera. Yeah, yeah. But also the actor that played Sydney, like, it's, I think she said something about, like, not wanting to return 
because of pay or something like that. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a franchise, so like, yeah. I mean, it's I, sad I that they like, don't want to pay her. Yeah, yeah, like they should just pay her. It's, like the whole main cast, you know, because they keep bringing them back. Yeah. So. Well, Courtney Cox is like, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But she's in a lot of TV shows too, so like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she probably doesn't need it. She just likes the franchise, and so I don't know. Like it, they're getting to this point where they don't need to bring back these people anymore. They're for sure trying to go that route because they don't want to bring back people. I'm guessing Gale is not going to be in the next one. I don't think Kirby's going to be in the next one either. Gale's dead. No, no, she's still alive. She did. No, she's in the hospital. They said that Gale survived and she's in the hospital, and they're going to come back to the hospital so that uh they can off uh, Mindy and and Gale. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'll off off Gale because of legacy character. Ugh. I think they just won't include her anymore. She's she's too old for the shit. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, dude. Like, I don't even know how old they are, but yeah. So every scene leading up to the ending, I thought was really well done because I did not know who it was, and I had a guess. So I did guess it was the detective. Oh. I, I had it, you mean I the, sheriff. the oh, sheriff yeah yeah whatever I think it was a detective anyway well the, the cop. yeah Kirby was the one that's supposed to be like the higher ranked one yeah she's an FBI agent yeah I think he was just the te- the detective um detective is still higher he's, <laughs> he's he's a sheriff because he that case belonged to someone else or something like that and then since there was something there was like a killing that involved his daughter he was able to kind of like take over the case it's opposite it was opposite no he had the case because uh the kid died and then he brought in sam and tara and that's why he was investigating them he was the detective on the case and then because his daughter died now he has a, a bias in it so they took him off the case i know that part but like no. i was trying to relay that first part anyways <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't really matter he's so i guess it was him and then uh, what i wasn't expecting was it to be the whole family so thought that was pretty interesting to be like, okay, they killed off um whatever his face in the in the last one. You know, Jack Quaid's character. Yeah, Jack Quaid. <laughs> I just remember Jack Quaid too. And then it turns out they're the brother, sister, the dad, and it's due to dad's love. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Here's the meta part that they're bringing in, right? They touched on like, oh, wow, like this killer is following the plot of Stab 1, Stab 2, whatever. This one, uh, sorry, in Scream 2, the original, it was the mom who was Ghostface and manipulated, you know, the, the other guy to be her accomplice. Mm-hmm. So this case, it's the dad who's Ghostface and then the brother and sisters who are the accomplice. <laughs> Very nice tie-in. Like, that's that's the way to be meta, to be like, we're following the same f- formula. My goodness. Yeah. So... I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I like that they're going that route. Yeah, I didn't guess who it was either. I was like, is it the main guy? It can't be him. I discounted him because like they um, faked his daughter's death. Mm-hmm. But if you if that wasn't a faked death, then he still he still wouldn't be like the he'd be cleared. Essentially, yeah. Like uh, the the nice thing too is like if you really watch that scene with Mindy. You don't see her get killed like every other person. Like you see the stabbing actually happen. That's not Mindy. Oh, sorry, not Mindy. You're right, Quinn. Sorry. Yeah, Quinn. 
Quinn, uh, Quinn just gets thrown out of the room and then everyone starts screaming like she's dead. So I was like, dang, okay. That's actually really smart to have like those kinds of, that kind of storytelling, right? That's good writing because then like if you were keen enough, you would have caught on to the fact that we didn't see Mindy die. Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> I keep saying it. She looks like a Mindy to me. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just weird though because then like the neighbor that was watching it happen across the apartment too. Mindy. Yeah. So that's why I was like, eh, I'm fine with it, I guess. Not a too big of a twist. What bothers me is that like it should have been a real death just because you incorporated so many like vantage points. Uh, you're talking about Quinn? Yeah, Quinn. Uh -huh. Because if Danny is watching it happen across, then he can confirm whether that was real or not. That's why it's good though. Because it wasn't confirmed. No, I'm saying that like it's, it's not... It's almost like they, uh, what's that word called? Red herring? No. I fucking can't for remember. <laughs> God damn it. Because, uh, like, my whole thing about it was, like, this is a good twist on the series. To have someone die and then not actually be dead. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's happened to a ghost face uh, in the past. I'm trying to remember. I guess the director uh, in Scream 3 technically did that. But yeah, other than that, like, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good twist. Now it's three people, though. It's three ghost faces versus just always just two. That's also crazy to have, like, the main characters go up against three ghost faces. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a lot of ghost faces. <laughs> it is a lot. Like... Yeah, I didn't guess it was three people either. Just the two, but I didn't know who it was. It, I would have been fine if it was just like the dad and then the son. And then it's just weird to have that Quinn one. <laughs> I'm trying to like wrap my mind around it. Yeah. They would need they would need a fake body in like the bathroom or something already. Mm, like like Quinn's body? Yeah, Quinn's fake body. Because mm -hmm. then remember when like... Uh, they take away the vantage point of Danny, right? Mm -hmm. That's his name, the mm -hmm. Danny, neighbor. Yeah. And then we return to like the the core four in the apartment and then Quinn's body like flies at them and yeah. it's just like bloody and stabbed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought it, it's also cool because they also showed her significant other in the bathtub dead already. So I was like, okay, interesting that, you know, this ghost face stood there for a long time while Danny you know, was just doing his thing, whatever, trying to get their attention. Um, and then the boyfriend is already dead. Mm -hmm. That's why, to me, it was interesting to be like, oh my God, if he wanted to do it, he would have done it by now. Like, there's a lot of hints, like, in that scene to be like, if you were keen on it, like, Ghostface did not hesitate at all before to um, kill. Mm -hmm. This is the only time he hesitated. Even if Daniel was watching, like he still would have done it. <laughs> he he killed three people in the convenience store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. God, I'm still circling back to that Quinn thing. <laughs> I think what it took away from me is like the brutality and relentlessness of like of what Ghostface could be, because then Ghostface can be really scary, like even scarier, just because if he already killed Quinn or whatever and the boyfriend, like the reveal of the boyfriend. 
And then at the end, the twist wasn't going to be uh, the family. It'd be something different. I think that would just elevate the fearsomeness of Ghostface because he murked so many people by the time we've gotten to like the final act. Right, right. But like the whole family being a part of it and then we needed to fake a body to remove in order to um, force us, the audience, to believe that it wouldn't be the detective or cop. Uh, we immediately latch on to the idea that he's innocent because his daughter died. Mm -hmm. It, I don't know. I feel like it's almost like mm, not a good misdirection. It was just like a misdirection that's like meh. Yeah. But it, good enough. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess if you watch any of the other screams, though, like to me, like you would have to watch out for the scenes that don't follow the same pattern. Like you said, right? Mm -hmm. Ghostface is brutal. He's you know vicious and everything like and every scene that we've had before this moment we saw ghostface not hesitate to kill someone the one time we saw him hesitate to kill someone and we didn't see that he killed someone that was again like the indicator you know like cause, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they like to like add the little things and they'd be like did you figure this out yeah like the small details yeah for and the so, fans i thought that's why it like worked out really well and then the end scene where it was you know them three versus i guess them three <laughs> it was 3v3 you know 3v3 that was really crazy to see chad get stabbed so many times yeah my favorite scene in the whole movie it was when they both were like yeah and like wiped off the blade at the same time mm -hmm. i was like that was sick that was sick <laughs> it's so so little but it's so sick because it's a signature move done by both of them at the same time yeah i kind of wanted the ghost faces to win oh just because everything was set up perfectly for them but due to like plot and like we need characters <laughs> to move the franchise forward they needed to survive yeah i agree because like everything was so well executed so like if we go with the plan of or uh, agreeing with the plan of all right we faked quinn's death and then we lured them into this trap and now they can't get out because kirby locked it or whatever mm -hmm. because they, they perfectly manipulated everyone to believe that they were innocent you know so then they they trapped him inside this like little shrine place with like ghost face hoods up there like they're literally in the pocket mm. and there was the moment which i'm surprised that you haven't picked out is when that detective guy ran at the main girl with a gun yes, in yes. his hand yes i was actually about to tell <laughs> here's why and i love that you brought that up i do have a thing i want to that was like my next thing to touch on okay because the ending, like you mentioned, if you wanted to show Ghostface winning a little bit, right? Instead of him running at her with a gun, I actually was going to propose that what if he again shot her, hit her in the shoulder, she falls over, falls down, right? He looks down, she's there. He leaves to go down and check up on her. And she's, she's gone. gone, yeah. Then it also ties, then it finally ties, sorry, it ties into the scene that we get where she finally dons on the mask and stuff. That's what should have happened to be like, where is she? And then he goes up and is like, and then she calls him and be like, and that's the whole ghost face thing. Yeah. yeah that would have been better. Yeah. Well, as if we wanted, if we follow the same route of those characters Correct. living. Correct. But I do wanted the ghost faces yeah. people to that's win. Right. Like I wanted the family to win. Not, oh, I didn't know that that was a family, but like I wanted ghost face to win. Right. It was just so perfectly aligned for them. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know, maybe next one. <laughs> so actually, that's a really interesting thing to point out. Because like, what if in the next one? It's not that I wanted win. them to win. It's just like the setup for them yeah. was too perfect for them to lose. I bet I mean? you that's the next one. So here's the thing. My theory <laughs> is okay. that Sam now truly accepts that she's Ghostface. Oh my god! In the next one, but we don't we don't get that right. So they we, keep alluding to that, and I don't know if I want it to happen. I do. You do because I I think it's time where everyone wants to root for Ghostface, like like you mentioned. But Tara. it's different though, like because now you latch onto this idea that like if you're that's her brother. No, that was her dad. Oh, her dad. Okay. So then, like, now you latch onto this, like, trope of psychology. It's like, oh, if your dad's a murderer, then you're a murderer. Well, it's more so, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. But, you know, she has this evil in her because of her dad or whatever. That's why I think it would be good. So in the third one, you go into the thing where, again, Ghostface is killing people. What we don't see is that those people were bad, right? And so, like, she's killing a bunch of people, Um that so you want good. her to like Dexter people. Exactly. <laughs> and then in the end, she wins, right? She goes and kills all these people. She gets away with it. She's Ghostface. And, and now... then you make a TV show. <laughs> no, please. No, please. <laughs> then you could just end it there to be like Ghostface is alive and well now, but technically he's a good guy, but also is bad because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, she's killing people. That's my thing. And, and then a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no please they tried mtv yeah no it was two seasons yeah. i never i only saw like two or three episodes did yeah. you watch it all i watched uh, i think the first season was it good bad yeah i thought it was fine like it's, fine. it's just because it's mtv right so they're gonna make it very mtv yeah we need 25 love triangles and they all have to be teenagers they all have to be sexy and super good looking you know? yeah yeah and so definitely bring in Nick Jonas. So everybody that's 25, we need you to play 16. Yes. And also don't forget, you have to have abs. Yeah. <laughs> all the guys need abs. Everyone needs to have, look pristine. Yeah. Jeez. So that's the only thing about it. Like, I hope they don't do a TV show. Then there's two Scream TV shows. Well, they probably just removed the MTV one. Yeah. Non-canon. <laughs> and, then, and then if they continue with our idea where she dons the mask and then she mm -hmm. is murking um other bad people then now we can follow the narrative of ghost face so it's like a scream but then we're not following college kids or teenagers and watching them get murked we're gonna follow ghost face herself planning to murk terrible people mm yeah so it's kind of like dexter but like i probably wouldn't weird... watch it though <laughs> it had to stay for me because i'm such a fan of scream it okay. has to stay in movie form well yeah you know maybe they do a tv show and then like the movie <laughs> after... <laughs> yeah yeah i don't it, know it was it, a really good trap though in the end it would end though to be honest like yeah the if she dons the mask yeah. then it would end yeah i wanted to but, that's how i wanted to end but what about scream 10 10 and everything and 12 start over <laughs> and 15 start over but this time it's in uh, cyberpunk we need a scream to last as long as fast and furious <laughs> well, it technically has because fast and furious on 10 so this scream would be about well 10 is going to be a two-parter oh. so i did not know that so technically a 10 would be the last of the last of fast and furious if it's a two-parter I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> he he's probably gonna be like fast eleven, 
family always always this bigger is a, family this is a three-part <laughs> this is my kid's family's family <laughs> my kid's grown up and he's the furious one <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. Uh, ghost face in in space would be kind of cool though oh yeah ghost face in space ghost space <laughs> <laughs> the parody it's it's scream ghost space well remember uh freddy not freddy no, jason 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 they x. had the yeah jason x is the one that yeah. took place in the future yeah. oh for sure i remember okay. it so clearly in my head because as a kid i watched it on sci-fi like maybe seven times okay yeah and he was like cybery, yeah. cyber premise was cyborg. cool, yeah, just so unnecessary. But they did have one of the better endings where, as like this, like super sane Jason, right, like unstoppable force, mm -hmm. he crashes back down to Earth, and like, then he murks Earth. And then he kills everyone on Earth as his un like you know unstoppable being. I was like all for. Oh, it. that legit happened. Yeah, no. Oh know. wow, that was the ending cool <laughs> like they they uh, like to kill him they launched him out in space but what they didn't see was that the the trajectory was towards towards earth oh yeah it was just like i was like dude this is genius <laughs> you know, i was a kid but... <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb it's good <laughs> it's so good it's like oh my gosh but um, a futuristic yeah, uh, Scream would be cool. I, I do like this cyberpunk idea. So, like, if we end it in the next movie, Scream 7, she dons the mask and does continue, like, murking, like, other bad people. End it. And then we have, like, not a reboot. A new franchise. Yeah. Of Scream, a yeah. continuation. Um, Like, 100 years later? 200? <laughs> Two hundred years, and then and then Ghostface is actually John Wick. So <laughs> no, <laughs> oh man, he's like the John Wick of villains, and he's just going through. Someone murked his dog, and then he has to go into his basement. He like sledgehammers the basement, yes, and then the chest open or is underneath. He opens it, and then the Ghostface mask is a knife. <laughs> and, and the knife. <laughs> oh man, dude, yeah, dude, it's it's writing itself. It's really. writing itself. And oh, and the knife is a laser, you know, so it's like a little like no, it's a lightsaber, lightsaber, <laughs> but you know, in the shape of a knife. So like uh, in that episode of Family Guy where they make fun of Star Wars, and it's a lightsaber butter knife. Oh no, they did that in um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy too. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> it toasted bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly genius. It's though. endless stabbings because it automatically uh, incarcerates it. So yes. like you're just like. <gasps> Yeah, so it's like forever torturing this person. Yeah. And they're burning, yeah. which is like... You know, Double. Like the worst pain you can feel, apparently. Maybe. It, it How many stabs before nerves? going into shock? Dude, for me, one. <laughs> I'm shocked I got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and carcerated. Oh, my God. Just one. I'd just be like... <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Wait, Cyberpunk, like... Um, Blade Runner, like twenty forty seven. Yeah. yeah, that's why I see it as Blade Runner. Yeah, he might need crazy. an upgrade in his costume, <laughs> dude. Costume, everything. Actually, keep the costume, but again, like he's just more of a phantom. He's digital. He's digital. <laughs> oh, dude, what if he never like dons? Like he never like actually wears a costume, but he he projects himself Ooh, with the holograms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're thinking. Now, yeah. You're Cyberpunk would be kind of cool. Cyberpunk cool, Ghostface. Yeah. And then, like, he used the hologram to kind of, like, uh, fake him out. Yeah. But then stab him, like, 
yeah. in the back or something. Yes. <gasps> yes, dude. Oh, yeah. You know how they're always, there's always normally like two ghost faces? The other ghost face is just a hologram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's writing itself. Sorry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I like Scream 6. That was good. Jenna Ortega got to be a little bit more too. Yeah. Like, she was a lot more. Uh... I like that now she's finally like not like a kid, you know? Like, yeah. They're showing her like she's grown up. So she's she in college now. Yeah, she's in college. Still looks like a kid, and I understand that, you know? Well, she's like five foot. She's got the Asian jeans, but you know. Is that Asian jeans? It's Mexican jeans. <laughs> Mexican jeans. <laughs> just gonna look young until she hits 50 and then everything goes. Oh my goodness. Just like Asians. Well, I just wanted to see like a different side of Jenna's where she's not Wednesday anymore. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a little bit more dramatic, a little bit more like shows her. Uh, like a teenager or not teenager, but like an adolescent growing. When she was in uh, You season two she was really good in that yeah she was good in that too yeah and she was more like the bratty sister and i don't know i just like seeing people not uh playing different ranges that way it's not like oh you got casted for wednesday because of your personality Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like disrespecting her acting a little bit right it's just like when chris evans played the (laughs) johnny storm (laughs) yeah and then played captain america and then did uh, his role in uh scott pilgrim yeah, it's got to be him. And then uh, Nucky, Is it Lucky Number 11 or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah Where yeah. he's like, he's kind of like a, a dorky. He's <laughs> oh, like a dorky oh, douche, okay. but like he's part oh, of no, a. No, it's. Um, oh, it's not Lucky Number 11. It's a. Uh, the Losers. The Losers. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a fun role, too. Yeah. Super fun. He's a good actor. Yeah, see? Yeah. Watch Ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosted, man. Ghosted in Ghost Face. Ghost Face in Space. Well, not in space, but twenty four years, yeah, <laughs> cyberpunk era. And then the town they're in is also in space. <laughs> so in it space. could just be a different planet. It could be, oh, yeah. you know, a different sci fi planet. I guess no one's gonna watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna. <laughs> I was just kidding. Where else would they take it? Like, because it won't. I guess they can stay in New York because. Tara wants to stay in New York to finish college. Yeah. Uh, college, I think they just go into a different town. Um, I hope they stay out of Woodsboro. Right. So keep it out of the original place. Well, I like the killings happening in New York too. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of cool to play around with the subway scene. Yeah. And then it is just so happens to be Halloween. So then like everyone's wearing ghost face as well. But the Mindy almost killing was cool because it's like the spotty lights mm-hmm. and then he um like covers her mouth so she can't scream and then like stabs her. Yeah, I thought that was really And it's like a full crowd of people. Yeah. And then <laughs> conveniently the person next to her is like passed out, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't scream or try to reach over. Yeah. My other thing. I was like, why didn't you just touch her? Yeah, you could only <laughs> like, just, like grab a leg and be like, bro, <laughs> I'm freaking dying. Yeah, outside of the convenience of everybody kind of like ignoring it happen, I feel like in a subway, it'd be impossible to get away with that. I think that's why it's so good, though. No, like, no, no. I'm saying that right. like for the movie to work, of course, all of this needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like no one's going to notice. But in real life, though, everyone's like curious. Yeah. So like that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. You can't let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you almost deserve to be one. 
no one deserves to be but yeah well i guess also i haven't been to new york i know you have been like you rode the it's, train right? it's so full dude yeah. it's so full like but you always you also mind your own business but not really though because like mm. it's especially if you're a girl too yeah you're, you're more alert but you should always be more alert anyways because there's like it, there's some shady people so like <laughs> you here's the thing no one minds their business everyone tries to mind their yeah, business i would agree so yeah. that's the thing and if you're trying to mind your business you're already alert and aware of everything because mm -hmm. you you're looking out for yourself too yeah. so it's not you know full complete ignorance okay so keep it in the city what if they just kept it in new york but again you know same story sam's ghost face there's a lot of crime in New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She could get away with it. And then if you really wanted to, there could be a series. Because if you have it in New York, there's just so much more storytelling you can do with it. Can you though? I don't know. That's why I don't want a series. <laughs> well, I'm trying to see how they would even end the next one. Like, uh, it's okay. Yes, I don't know. I proposed it and we'll see what happens. I think that's where they're going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode, though. Uh, thanks for joining us as we discuss and discuss. Scream 6. Scream. Uh, I've been Derek. I've been Kevin. Like, subscribe, do all this stuff, and uh, follow us for more content coming at you soon.